0: Hey guys, welcome back to Clamps Talks, proudly presented by Uck Entertainment. Um, Thanks for joining me today on this Thursday, the 18th of February. Uh, Man, fucking roads look like they're getting a little better, which is good. Um, We got a little snow last night, but um, it wasn't none too deep. I didn't think so. Um, Today, 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 um, I'm going to speak about black on black crime. I got a nice little article here that I want to read or whatever, this is a very, very close subject, touchy subject to me as an African-American male. So, you feel me? I want to jump into this, start a conversation, and you know, we can go from there. You feel me? Um, thanks, guys, for listening. I'll be right back with the start. Okay, I found this article on ABC News. It's titled, Black-on-Black Black Crime, a Loaded and Controversial Phrase Often Heard Amid Calls for Police Reform. But what about Black-on-Black Black Crime? It's a retort sometimes heard in the context of the protests surrounding the death of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, often as the idea there is a rampant crime problem within the black and mainly urban communities that some are choosing to ignore in favor of focusing on police brutality. It's a question that sometimes acts in the context of recent news stories such as a drive-by shooting of of 15 funeral mourners in a predominantly black Chicago neighborhood of Auburn and Grisham. The deceased Donnie... Waterbury, a black man, was killed in an earlier gang-related shooting. It's a phrase or a concept that at times recently has been used by some conservatives to ask why the same activists and community members calling for police reform seemingly, in their view, don't express the same outrage when someone who is black is killed or injured by another black person. In 2015, Donald Trump, when he was a candidate for president, tweeted a misleading graphic, that claimed that 97% of black people killed are killed by other black people, and that 80% of white people killed are killed by black people. Fact checkers determined the tweet was promoting false statistics. The tweet was quickly revealed as, as wrong. as wrong. Um, from the FBI's Universal Crime Report in 2014, 90% of black people killed were killed by other black people, and 14.8% of white people killed were killed by black people. The phrase is not only used by white people, but also by black people calling calling out crime in their communities. uh, John Ola reportedly used the phrase after his grandson, 11-year-old Devon McNeil, was fatally shot during a 4th of July cookout in Washington, D.C. According to the Associated Press, the family is black, as per Aliyah's social media, as are the suspects in McNeil's death. We're protesting for months, for weeks, saying black lives matter, black lives matter, black lives matter. It seems like only when a police officer shoots a black person, we're all about black-on-black. What what about all the black-on-black crime that's happening in the community? Asked Alala in a video posted. NBC News reached out to Alala to confirm his statement, but has yet to receive a response. In the case of nine-year-old Devontae Bryant, who was fatally shot in New Orleans earlier in July, New Orleans Police Superintendent Sean Ferguson Ferguson, who is black, pleaded with the community for an end to what he called senseless violence on -on black-on-black crime. And after the death of eight-year-old Saria Turner, allegedly by a black teen, two black Atlanta City Council members used it as well. If black lives matter, they have to matter all the time, and black-on-black killing, any killing, is unnecessary. They all matter. They all matter, they said. Those who use this term say it is an important point in describing the disappropriate amount of crime uh, perpetuated by black people against other black people. However, there are activists and academics who say that black-on-black crime is an offensive phrase. It it origins root in a history in America's racist legacy and meant to demean black people as criminally inclined. Some also say it is misleading. White people are mainly killed by white people, they said but there is no conversation about white-on-white crime. Black-on-black crime, the history of the phrase. The earliest modern references to black-on-black crime came from black media in 1979. Ebony Magazine, the first commercially successful black-owned magazine focused on African-American community, featured an article about black-on-black crime. Quote, although the black community is not responsible for the external conditions and the systematic, that systematically create breeding, grounds for crime, the community has the responsibility of doing what it can to t- to attack the problem with, from within," the article from the August 1979 issue read. Black Enterprise Magazine, a Black-owned publication focusing on Black business and economics, also referenced black on Black crime in its June 1979 issue. Quote, you might not know know it from reading the daily newspapers or watching the evening news on television, but most big-city crime is committed by Blacks upon Blacks, an article an article in in the issue statement. <clears throat> While the first widespread use of black on black crime can be traced back to nineteen seventies, the notion that black people have inherited have, have inherited collective proclivities to commit crime against others, including other black people, goes further much back than that. Says historian and professor of history, race and public policy at Harvard Kennedy School, Khalib Mohammed. The idea quote, the idea that the idea the idea that black people kill each other is exempt exemptually or I can't even say that word. That was weird. Okay. The idea that black people kill each other is something that can only be fixed by black people is poorly is deeply rooted in the white supremacist past, Mohammed said told ABC News. The specific notion the specific notion of black on black crime gained traction in a book published in 1869 titled the race traits and tendencies of the american negro according to the professor the author frederick l hoffman did not use the specific phrase in the book but promoted the basic idea that black people have a special crime problem and as one of america's leading statisticians at the time hoffman was one of the first to use the crime statistic to support that he considered evidence of a black crime problem the bureau of, of judicious statistics in 2009 Criminal 2009 criminal victimization status report shows that shows that who commit violent violent acts tend to commit them against members of the same race as the offender. Offenders were white in 62% of violent incidents committed against white victims. Black is 70% of, of innocent of incidents committed by black victims and Hispanic is 45% against Hispanic victims according to the BJS report. Yet Muhammad said it's only quote unquote black on black crime. ...that is put under the microscope and used as an excuse to create more, exagger- um, <clears throat> more aggressive po- uh, policing policies and higher rates of incarceration of Black people. We certainly understand when someone makes a, a categorical claim about an entire group of people as a race of criminals. That is the fact. That that is in fact a racist idea. Muhammad said he is not denying the disappor- disappropriate rates of crime in the black community, which the BJS statistics also show. But he takes issue with the idea of black-on-black crime used, uh, being used to counter the notion that is, uh, that there is a racist system. Muhammad pointed to the case of European immigrants, a wave of immigration in the late 1800s to early 1900s. Mostly people coming from the European countries, including Italy and Ireland, Stoke resident, resident sparked accusations of increased crime in immigrant communities similar to what Latino immigrants face from some politicians today. But the response back then, said Muhammad, was increasing economic opportunity, police reform, and giving those newcomers a piece of the American dream by helping them own their own homes. Quote, a lot lot of the post-World War II programs, like the GI Bill, the VA Benefit, um, FHA Housing, were intended to help white people who were struggling in society so that their crimes would go down and their income would go up, he said. Muhammad cited the plight of European immigrants who came to America in the late 1800s and 1900s maligged, maligned <clears throat> when they arrived. They strove to become accepted in American society. African Americans have had more difficulty gaining the same acceptance that their white immigrant groups have because of America's racist legacy, he said. Black people didn't get economic investment. They got more policing and more prisons, Muhammad said. The black-on-black crime trope as a political weapon. Critics of the phrase also make the claim that the idea of black-on-black crime has been used as a political weapon by both Republicans and Democrats alike, ushering in the um, neoconservatism of the 1980s, uh, President Ronald Reagan's war on drugs, resulting in more policing and jailing black people. The critics point out adding the dog whistle language about ramping up crime in the inner city, mostly by conservatives, helped perpetuate the black on black crime trope. In 2016, Black Lives Matter activists confronted Bill and Hillary Clinton over, over her use of the phrase, super predators, in a 1996 speech about crime. Although Clinton never referenced a race in her speech or used, used the phrase black-on-black black crime, activists demanded an apology over what they considered a coded language criminalizing black people and a particular black youth. However, Muhammad contends that it's black people who have, who have pushed the phrase the most. The black conservative take. The greatest, quote, the greatest damage of black men in America is not a police officer, not somebody in a blue uniform, but... By any stretch of the imagination, it doesn't even compare. The greatest damage for for a black man in America today is another black man, said E.W. Bishop, an African-American minister and lawyer who identifies as a conservative, on his podcast in October 2019. In his essay, quote, challenges for black people, end quote, economics professor Walter E. Williams, who is affiliated with George Mason University, also referenced black on black crime. Writing, quote, black people need to have flat, flat, uh, f- need to have frank conversations amongst amongst ourselves, no matter how uncomfortable and embarrassing the topic may be. End quote. Williams even suggested that black people should patrol their own neighborhoods armed and and quote ignore the liberal agenda agenda. And fireman Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark told Fox News that black people should be most afraid of being on the street in any American American ghetto where the black on black crime is the biggest threat and bigger bigger problem in the community than the police use to force. A look at biographies of such America's poor most predominant black conservatives seems to to show that them typically to be older people. Muhammad said, there is there is definitely a generational difference between black people who use this phrase and ones who criticize it. Quote, black people can also Articulate racist ideas, and in the Trump era, a lot more a lot more of them are," he said of of some of those who self-identify as black conservatives. However, older black people who use the, the term black on black crime are not necessarily conservative," he said. "Quote a liberal learning a liberal leaning Democratic voter, socially conservative older black person will also use the term," Muhammad said. He said many of these older black black Americans use the term, quote, to say I care about my people. I don't want to see them hurting each other. What should we be doing? What should we be doing to help, Muhammad said. Still, for academics like Muhammad and many black activists, the phrase should be stricken from American lexicon. Critics of the phrase often make the point that, that while white men are overrepresented, overrepresented in committing domestic acts of terror and white collar financial crimes, which have serious consequences, the term white on white crime is never used in those cases. Those acts are, are committed by the individual and not represent, not representative of a group. Quote, black people are committing crimes against themselves or causing harm in the community. <clears throat> they are, their most, there must be something wrong with black people. That's the conversation, unfortunately, that we are still having, said Muhammad, and that is the racist legacy of the past repeated itself. Okay, that was the, um, that was the article, okay, and I'm going to, um, you know, put my little spin on it here next. Thanks, guys. Okay, um, let me back on my spin on it. Um, so, like, as a, um, this, um, this topic in general has always, um, I've always had an interest in this topic, you know, growing up and Af- being an African-American male and um, having the view that everybody wants to talk about um, police brutality against black people. It's always the police shot this person, the police shot this black man, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I get that. Sorry, there's a plow going past my house. So you guys can hear that. Yeah, I hear that. That's known knowledge. Yeah, I feel that. But what we're not talking about, what people refuse to talk about and, you know, is the fact of the the high rates in black-on-black crime. I personally believe, okay, like, I I believe that, I don't believe that the phrase is offensive because if it's a crime against the same race as you, that's black-on-black crime. You know what I mean? If I, I, as a black man, rob another black man, that's black-on-black crime, such as a white person doing something to a white person, that's white-on-white crime, whatever you want to call it. I don't think using it, using the phrase itself is offensive. I I just don't think so at all. But, um... Also, these conservative black people, when they talk about it or whatever, I don't know. They they I said as as Muhammad said, there's definitely a generational gap there or whatever, because they have a different way of thinking. Um, me personally, I believe that um I, I believe one thing that they said in this article about how um well this guy he, he said or whatever that um that you should be more a black man should be more worried about urban areas, the urban ghettos in America than about police show of force. I don't know if that's exactly true, if I exactly believe that, but they're both, in my book, pretty on par with each other, from my perspective. You know what I mean? They're, they're pretty, as far as fear goes, they're both pretty up there at the top. You know what I mean? Like, if, if like like you walk down the street and you get stopped by a police officer, you may be shown some, 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 some excessive force or may be shot and killed if you move the wrong way. If you walk down fucking North Linden, you feel me, you may get beat up, ostracized, robbed, accosted, whatever you want to say it, you feel me, for no apparent fucking reason. That's just life, you feel me, like, when you're a black man. And this is happening to you by from other black men. You know what I mean? Like that. And, and like, that is the conversation that I want to have more with people is about that. How do we shut that down? Where does that start? You know what I mean? Like, but we have to have the conversation that it's actually going on. It is me personally. I stay the fuck away from urban areas. You know what I mean? A lot of the time, because they see someone like me. I'm a fucking victim. I'm a target. Like as I as I talked about in my um in a podcast a few months ago. You know what I mean? Like I, artic- I articulate very well. I talk very proper. I, I dress very I don't know conservative or whatever. You know what I mean? However you want to put it. You know what I mean? Whatever. They see me. I'm a target. You know what I mean? Like I have been. I have dealt with more um I have dealt with more f- problems with other African American men than I have with the police. That is a fact in my life. I don't know about anybody else, but me personally, I've dealt with more crazy shit from a random ass dude black dude walking down the street than a random ass police officer. I'm not saying police brutality don't happen because we all know it does, but I'm saying from my personal perspective, that's what I've had to deal with honestly. I tell my friends this all the time, and I'm very serious. They're black or white whatever. If I see a group of, if I'm walking down the street and, I, and I'm walking down a sidewalk and I see a group of black dudes walking towards me on the same sidewalk, I will cross the street. I will straight cross the street because it is not, it is, it is, it, it, we can't act like it don't exist, that there, that there's young African-American males out there. If we're talking, we're just talking about the black community right now. That there are some African-American males out there. That are trying to hurt people, trying to rob people for no fucking reason, except for greed or just something to fucking do to get an adrenaline brush. That is what it is. Would I ever use the phrase super predators? Fuck no. You know what I mean? That's a little that's a little extreme. But I do think that there are some that are that there are some African American males out there, just the how it is with other races, but we're talking we're just talking about African American males right now. The, um, there's a lot of African American males out there who are prone to do violent shit. You know what I'm saying? Just like there's a group of white people that are the same way and Hispanic people, whatever. That I don't think that has anything to do with race. I think that is just the person in general. But... I'm talking about, as far as inside the black community, inside our urban areas in in, in contemporary America, you know what I mean, there is that you look at the numbers are staggering. you look at new you look at uh, the boroughs in New York, you look at New Orleans, you know what I mean like you look at especially Chicago, Chicago breaks murder records almost every year, and ninety percent of them more than ninety percent of them are black on black crime, black on black murder not a police officer killing you, another member of your community that's an African-American male shooting and killing you. And these are happening at younger and younger ages. Every year is younger and younger. You hear these little kids dying, little kids, 12-year-olds shooting 14-year-olds and shit like that. You know what I mean? Younger is, it's staggering to me. And it's like, I, and a lot of things play factors in this, I believe. There's a lot of socioeconomic factors, in that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of problems at home that happen with that. There's poverty what happen, you know, that causes some of these things to happen or, or cause that mindset. Lack of parents, lack of fatherlessness, definitely for sure plays a factor in that or whatever. You know, I I think it is a, it is very apparent to me that we have a a a prison problem in the black community. You know, what I mean, yes, we are you know from the from the Reagan war on drugs and from um. And in, in Clinton's administration, the mandatory mandatory time or whatever, 85% of your time, you are, yes, you as a black man or as a minority in general, if you commit a crime, you are looking to face more time than a, than a white man Boy, That is a known fact that we live in. You're even going to have a, ca- a higher cash bond than a white man. If you don't believe me, look at the fuck up. Look at the statistics. I know mine. You feel me? So that's that. But. I'm not saying the system's not fucked up, but you still, as a black man, had the choice to make to commit that crime, to put you in this system. That's what I'm talking about: is the free will that our African American brothers have. You feel me? That they're expressing to fucking harm other African American males. Maybe for greed or or whatever, but I have, well, I have, where my position, I've grown up and noticed a, a lot of weird, noticed some weird things about my African-American brothers or whatever, a lot of us don't like seeing another one look looking right, looking nice, uh, or, or succeeding, argue with me all you fucking want, but trust and believe me, if you don't believe me, then I don't know what to tell you, but trust and believe me, the worst thing, for for, for, for the, the, the most hated thing from one black, most black men to see from another black man is that black man doing good, you know what I mean, like, and they want to break that down for some reason, they want to break that down, they want to take what you got. Don't know why, but that's just how the fuck it is. So then you have you have gang problems with that too. You got these kids who, who are fatherlessness who, who, who are fatherless, going to these gangs for protection or to feel a part of something, you feel me? And now they're committing crimes because of what this gang says or whatever. But again, I always go back to the point of it starts at home. It starts with the parenting. It starts with their own socioeconomic issues. It all starts there. So I want to open up that discussion. I want to talk to people about that. I want to put that con- the conversation of, 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 of white officers or whatever, killing black men. Yeah, I want to I stove that for a while. I want to put that on the back burner for a while. Because that's not what I want to talk about. I hear about that shit every day. I want to talk about the fact of us as African-American men killing other African American men. Don't get me wrong, I looked at statistics yesterday uh, as far as white on white murder, you feel me? We we're pretty on par with them. You know what I mean? Literally. They're at what like I think it's 84% or something like that or, or or whatever, and we're like at 92. So it's it's like, you know, I you can I'll I'll share a picture of the statistics, you feel me, on when I post this or whatever. That's not a hundred percent factual what I just said, but it's pretty close. The point I'm making is it's pretty close. I'm not saying that there is some crazy ass hike, you know, or crazy ass difference in numbers between white people killing white people and black people killing black people. That's not the case. But there has been a rise in black people killing more black people, especially in urban areas. Like, if I if I visited Chicago, you best believe I would never go to the fucking south side of Chicago. Like that's a like to me. That's a, that, that, to me when you see how many people are are murdered there every year especially during the summertime you walk into a fucking shooting gallery and most of these stories are somebody in the wrong place at the wrong time drive-bys somebody trying to shoot somebody else or whatever no like here in columbus i will stay the fuck away from the north side and like the linden north linden south linden area literally during the summertime fuck all that but that's how it is that's happening that is happening That's what I want to talk about, the fact that that is happening and what we can do as millennials or as people that want change, that can can make change happen. What can we do to to, to bring that down? Because before we can check anybody else about how they treat us, how about we check each other on how we treat each other? Let's clean up our own backyard first. But that's what I got to say on that, guys. Thank you guys for listening. I'm about to get off here enjoy the rest of my day, I got to call the t-shirt place, they're supposed to have them done today, so hopefully they do, you know what I mean, so I can go pick those up or whatever, and tomorrow, I cannot wait, I'm having Christina on the show, Um, my first guest, you know what I mean, like, and um, we had, we bouncing off ideas and what we want to talk about, Um, I think I was going to do like a, just a regular old interview style type thing, so I'm getting my feet wet with it, I know a lot of people have been asking me about being on, and I want people to be on, you know what I mean, like, but... I want to get my feet wet with this first and then try to go along with it. I want to do just interview styles or topic wise or whatever. So I'm still kind of up in the air on that. But I do appreciate you guys support like seriously. With that being said, have a great day. Peace out, guys.